You're listening to Late Norman Talk with Jonathan Weiner and Chuck Austin. Unscripted and real conversations with business leaders and marketing pros. We are back in the studio today with my good friend, Samantha Humphreys, the owner and interior designer for Samantha Humphreys Studio. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, we know each other a little bit from another group. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've gotten to hang out a little bit. And it's been fun. I love what you do. I love the people that we both know. And uh, those that don't know you, you know, tell us a little bit about what you do and how you make people's lives better. So I'm an interior designer. Um, I'm from England, moved here last year. Um, <clears throat> I guess I, I, I help my clients turn their homes or their houses um, into beautiful, comfortable and functional houses or homes. Um, and I, I'm personally a person that um, likes things to be simple and clean um, and I really try and listen to my clients. Um, I, say, I, I say this to them when I'm with them, it's your house, it's not my house. I want to design for you. I'm not going to have to live in this space you are. Um, and so many of my clients come back with, oh, it's so refreshing to hear that. I had a designer that I spoke to last week and they were just telling me all this stuff that I had to do in my house and I didn't like it. And that just breaks my heart to hear that because I'm not living in their house. They they have to live in that space and I create for them. So, yeah. What's the number one thing that you'd like people to know that um, they don't know you know, the, the true value of hiring an interior designer? Well, it's funny you ask, because I am recently, we're trying to buy a house at the moment, my boyfriend and I, um, and we're looking at new construction, and we had to go to the design center the other day, and I sort of, I was a bit skeptical, because I'm an interior designer, and we had to meet another interior designer to help us pick out our selections, and um, I actually, it was funny being on the client side of things, because... Um, uh, she, I thought, oh, I'm not going to enjoy this because I just want to pick what I want to pick. But having that second opinion when it's your own house and your own space, um, when your heart is a little more involved with the project than than my heart would be if I was helping a client, um, it was really valuable. Um, I I know exactly what I want, but still when it was my own house and I was investing my own money it was just really nice to say oh what do you think about this to the designer so I think it's just having an outside view that um is a little less emotional and I also have the expertise behind me and the uh the eye for it so I think that's that's the question so how did you get started in interior design um not down the traditional route that other interior designers would have taken. So I actually used to work in engineering. Um, my All through my sort of childhood and growing up as a kid, I was always pushed to do the more academic subjects that you should do. So, you know, the math, um, sciences, and um, despite having a, a natural talent for the more creative uh, subjects like art and design, um, so I was, I did what I was told, I guess, by teachers and uh, my parents, um, and I ended up doing uh, an engineering-based degree at university. 
Um, following that, I then got into um, engineering. I was working for Aston Martin, the luxury car brand, as a manufacturing engineer, um, which was an awesome company to work for. Um, I had a great boss. My team was awesome. Um, but I had zero passion for cars or how they're put together, which li was literally my job. Um, and I have just always loved interior design. It's been something I've been passionate about since I can remember. Um, so I left my job at Aston Martin and decided I want to turn my hand to uh, something I was passionate about, interior design. Yeah, I remember you telling me about Aston Martin. And mm -hmm. I mean, the first thing you think of is James Bond. I yeah. mean, huge Bond fan. And no, I've never met Daniel Craig. <laughs> Would you like to? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's probably one of my favorite Bonds in the, the recent latter Bonds. I mean, no one can replace Sean Connery, let's oh, face it. That's true, that's yeah. true. So what brought you to, and that's the career change, but then what was mm -hmm. the decision to move to America? Um, love, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend moved here from England as well. Um with their family business or his brother's business. Um, and I was a little bit opposed to moving here to start with. Um, I just set up my interior design business at home and then he said, I'm off to America. And I said, that's not ideal. <laughs> um, but I have um, American citizenship. My mum, who unfortunately passed away about 10 years ago, she was American and she sorted out all our citizenship when we were younger. So you know, I, I thought if I don't try it at least, um, I think I'll regret it. And I'm still here a year later, so uh, things are going pretty well. Wow. What's, yeah. what's your favorite part about like the difference? Because I, I worked and lived in Europe, mm -hmm. not England, but I've been there. You know, my wife's family's from there. Yeah. Um, but living here now as an adult, and, and again, as opposed to a student, I think that's co more common for Americans, expat programs over there working and st studying abroad. Mm -hmm. But what's the biggest difference you see today? living and working in America versus in Great Britain? I'm not too sure about that answer. Um, I think this particular area I can compare because um, I haven't been to a, a large number of places in the US, but um, business, um, I think the Americans, and you might disagree with me on this, but in comparison to um, being at home, Americans, I love how I'm just putting you all in one box, but um, the you guys are just so much more um, willing to help. And um, I've, I've felt since I've started my business here in comparison to when I started my business in the UK is that people want to help and they do actually help. Whereas in England, they're like, oh yeah, I'd love to help. And then you just don't really hear anything. And it's all quite um, secretive and... Um, I don't want to say self-centered, but everyone just wants themselves to do well in England and keeps their their business knowledge secret, I guess. Um, whereas here, everyone's really willing to share their secrets about how they uh, get their business to run and that sort of thing. And then on the uh, personal side of things or the non-business side, um, I don't know that there are a huge amount. There's a huge amount of difference. I mean, our cultures aren't that different. Um, it's obviously the odd bit of lingo that I get wrong or you know, I'm picking up um, and I guess around here the lifestyle's pretty different being by the lake which I love um, cuisine's but, yeah. quite different cuisine is very different <laughs> I have put on 
an amount of weight that I would not like to put on since I've been here. Um, I'm going to blame America for that. <laughs> yeah, I apologize on behalf of all Americans as we lead the, the world in obesity. We're not currently. far behind you, though, in England. We're not far behind. So now tell me about uh, when you're dealing with clients mm -hmm. and you go in and they say, okay, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Are majority of them want you to really just give them the direction? They're like, look, I, I really don't know what I want. Is that what you get? Or do they I usually a, have an idea? I get a range. Right. I've had both. Um, and both come with their challenges or um, or maybe it makes it easier. It just depends on the person. Um, but I've had, um, I've got one client at the moment who's very hands-in, if that's the saying. Um, she, she would like to be involved with all the decision-making. And um, then I've had some clients that say, I've got this amount of money, spend it and make my house look nice. So it's, yeah, a bit of a range. So I see on the it website, everything has clean lines. Mm -hmm. Everything is very clean. You yes. know, it looks, this looks just like a catalog, <laughs> you know, it's uh, very professional. It's, it's pretty amazing. Do you have a certain like style that you lean towards? Um, yes, I, I think everyone's got their own style, but I don't, um, impose my style let's say on my clients um i really try and listen to them and find out what they want and sort of morph my style into their style having said that i do try and incorporate some of the i don't want to say rules but um ideas that i take from my own designs um or if i could create my own space i try and you know bring that bring that element in of course do people ask you uh can you show me pictures <coughs> of things you've already done and yes. other work yeah and it, a lot of that, does that skew really what you're going to do for them? Because maybe that's not based on their budget, what you did for someone else or. Um, I'm not sure. I think it depends on what the project is that they're looking at or what their budget is and what they like. Um, if you actually look, I know my actual website all looks very clean, but if you get into the portfolio, you'll start seeing a bit of diversity there in terms of design. Um, and it's um, because I I design for my clients, um, but the clean lines and all of all of that that you mentioned that's my personal preference, I suppose. I can totally relate to that the way you, the question you asked her. But hey, can you show me some stuff you've done? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure I can. But <laughs> is, is every project's unique? Every project's different. Every mm -hmm. every budget's different. So tell me what you're looking for, what you're after. And then we can show you maybe some ideas on how to achieve that. Right? Yeah. But like, can you give me an example of what, what, you, what you've done? So how long does a project typically last? You know, do you engage with them and say, okay, hey, we want to redo this living area or maybe two living areas, but do they usually come back and, and add more? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, it, it completely depends upon what, what their project scope is to start with. But um, yeah, I've worked with clients and... Um, for example, I worked on a kitchen recently with a client, which is on my website. Um, and after that, they wanted another room doing. So then we moved on to that. But um, I've also had on the flip side, people sort of go in with the whole project and, you know, we're going to do the whole house um, rather than it being in stages. But um, yeah, so both. Yeah, I wanted to kind of segue over to how we met for a minute mm -hmm. and maybe that can help some people out there like you that are and us that are small business owners and mm -hmm. just like you made a comment about, you know, coming in the biggest difference between Americans and, and England from a business standpoint is 
we're more willing to to help and share and yeah. you know challenge or what have you or partner. And I don't know if that's just my experience. It may be different for other people, but yeah. that's just what I I've found. It's interesting because um, I could t- I could see that understanding England a little bit, but I think you're also a little bit jaded because you're you belong to a group mm. like the most the most the largest business networking group in the world where the motto is exactly that so that's what you've been having said that though i was part of the equivalent group in england and it wasn't that and it wasn't that wow plus you're in the south and so in the south oh he brought the south in they open up the doors if you're from where jonathan's from they may look at you strange (laughs) if you look at them in the eye you don't look at it you know you don't open the door And, and but that's really kind of a symptom of a much larger city you know, mm. it's, yeah. it's a little bit more east in Chicago and San Francisco, but you know, you get in the Northeast, you got to watch out. You better not look at somebody too long. You know, <laughs> thanks for the tip. No that's problem. A, that's interesting. Now, I think that's all relative. The, the you know, the city, the region, mm, of course, and the climate. Yeah. But the, interesting enough, though, back to B and I for a, se- for a second, because that's how we met. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you say the B and I in England wasn't quite the same as here. So, what's been your experience with um, you know, what can you educate people on out there? that are business owners uh, about B&I and how, you know, what you, the value you get from it. So it's been invaluable to me, I guess, since I've been here. And it, it did help me in the UK as well, but um, I think I was very new to business then. So it, it kind of got, I it was like a ease into networking. But um, for B&I here in uh, America, I it's been invaluable, invaluable for me, like I just said, um, because... I literally came to a place where I knew no one, um, apart from my boyfriend, obviously. Um, I wanted to start a business, and like, where? Wh- how do you do that if you don't know anyone? So um, I went to BNI. I'm immediately in a room with 30 people that are listening to me and about my business, um, and getting to know them. And you know, and there's there's people there that can help me um find new business but there's also there were also people there that helped me set up my business um and and actually get my llc um up on up on on the road so um yeah it's been amazing for me so let me ask you this question and this is in the back of my mind what what is the biggest mistake people make when designing something and you can be totally honest because we're not calling anyone out here but you walk into someone's home it could be a really nice home you could spend a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot of time mm-hmm. but what's what's what are some of the biggest design mistakes people make so i don't know about business um business about design mistakes because um, like i said everyone likes different things so if you walk into someone's house and you don't like it that's your problem but what if, drives you nuts um colors of uh, selections. So, um, but but then that might just be a personal preference for me. I like spaces to be open and airy, and going into a place. Most of the work I'm doing at the moment is taking dark rooms and making them light and airy. Um, so that's probably one thing I would say. Um, I can you can use contrast with light and then some dark in there. But I'm seeing, and especially here in <coughs> the U.S., um, a lot of dark floors and a lot of dark cabinets and a lot of dark countertops and then inadequate lighting uh, to go with that. So I guess it's um, 
park selections. I thought she was going to say your, your house with the brass fixtures. <laughs> brass and the, fixtures. And the, yeah. <laughs> Granny's seven, house. That's, and, and that's, the, and that's the carpet. Back, bro. It's coming back. And the carpet. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do? I mean, you're in a business that, you know, it just lasts forever because what's mm-hmm. in today, everybody wants what's in today, and then the cycle changes, and right. then everybody wants to change again, and mm-hmm. then the cycle is going to change again. Which I, yeah, that's interesting because I try not I, I like to keep up with the trends and know what's in style at the moment but at the same time I try and design with the thought that it needs to be timeless and we don't have to you know redo this every single time a style changes um, which I think is quite important because um, yeah we see these um, styles come and go and um, people are spending a lot of money on these things I mean it's ideal if they want to change it again for me but um you know i I do try and make sure that it's going to be good for the long run samantha thanks so much for uh coming by today and spending some time with us what is the best way for someone to contact you uh best contact would probably be my email which is um info at samanthahumphreystudio.com longest email ever um but yeah just email me and i'll get back to you 